on the line. Live on ESPN 1067. Auburn Opelika's sports leader. Online at ESPNAU.com or on the ESPN 1067 app. To be on the line, call in at 334-321-1390 or toll free at 888-382-7502. You are on the line with Jacob Goins and Carter Bird. You're on the line here on ESPN 106.7. Auburn Opelika, sports leader. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're all doing well on this sunny, beautiful day here in the Auburn Opelika area on a Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. Jacob Goins, Carter Bird with you for the next two hours here on ESPN 106.7. Good to be back in the studio as Carter held down the fort yesterday, did a fantastic job, and so I appreciate him doing that as I was on the road calling Lee Scott Baseball uh, freezing to death outside yesterday, calling a doubleheader for Lee Scott Baseball on the road at Glenwood, uh, where the Warriors fell and uh, unable to get it done against the Gators. So a tough couple of days for Lee Scott Baseball, but still enjoyed it. And uh, Carter, again, he held down the fort. But I am back and uh, should be a fantastic show today as we continue the trek towards the NCAA tournament. It starts tomorrow, and technically the first four has already started. You had two good games last night. I expect two more good games tonight we'll touch on those briefly but it's Wednesday the day before the NCAA tournament and if you followed us on social media you've seen what we've talked about today here on on the line we're filling out our brackets with you our listeners we are going to go through the bracket give our picks our predictions we're going to fill it out live with you throughout the show today and we'd love for you to be a part of it as well we'd love for you to sit down fill your bracket out with us and um and see if let's let's agree on some things, disagree on some things. We'd love for you to be a part of the fun. Uh, really looking forward to this. This is my favorite time of the year, filling out. 30 different brackets and just seeing what crazy combinations you could come up with. And so we'd love for you to be a part of the fun. Go to ESPNAU.com and you can join our Basketball Mayhem. It's a Brackham, the Bracket Pick'em Challenge brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic. And you can join, fill out as many brackets as you want. We can join different groups. We'd love for you to be a part of it. Fill your bracket out with us. If you write it down, go in and fill it out online. ESPNAU.com. Click on the podcast center. You'll find it right, or the uh, content tab and you'll find it right there we're giving away a free tv we're giving away a hundred dollar gift card on auburn network prize pack there's no reason you shouldn't join basketball mayhem at espnau.com yeah 100 percent. and i think it's going to be so much fun these next few days just bummed i just tried to get a stat broadcast to see if i could look at the games from last night on stat broadcast and they're one of those ones that paywall behind a password or a password yeah 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 password i I do too and i just ruined my day (laughs) well a couple of good games last night in the first four up in dayton ohio we saw an sec team mississippi state fall in the first four to pit um a game that was very low scoring state Kind of looked out of sorts for most of the time. Tolu Smith didn't get to dominate like he normally does. And uh, Pitt wins the 11-seeded game. And they are officially into the NCAA tournament. Also, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. They win last night beating Southeastern Missouri. And they are... Their reward is number one Alabama. So enjoy that trip to Birmingham. I don't think that's going to go well. I don't think so either. Alabama favored by 27, I think, is what I saw. It's... 
Yeah, that, I think that's going to be a game that Alabama wins by 50. Yeah, probably really not going to be super pretty. But got a couple of games tonight as well as the first four wraps up. You'll have Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. And also you'll have Arizona State and Nevada, which I think could be a really interesting game. That Arizona State team is in the tournament because of the buzzer beater against Arizona uh, a couple of weeks ago from half court to beat Arizona. So that's the reason they're in this NCAA tournament. Should be a good one tonight. This is a Texas Southern team that Auburn beat earlier this year. It is, yes. A lot of people forget that. Um, the non-conference schedule for Texas Southern is so crazy difficult. They went to Texas Tech at the beginning of the year when Texas was full or Texas Tech was full strength and ranked. Uh, they played Arizona State, who's in the tournament, Oral Roberts, Houston on the road, Auburn on the road. They played a good Sanford team when they came down to Auburn. Kansas on the road. Uh, Wichita State on the road, like, holy cow. Yes. They yeah. went out there and they decided, you know what? We're going to take 15 non-conference losses, but we're going to get really prepared to play um, in our league. Yeah, and they were, and here they are playing in the first four. So those two games will be tonight. That'll wrap up the play-in games for the NCAA tournament. And then tomorrow at 11 a.m., it all gets started. The NCAA tournament round one will be all day and night long on Thursday, all day and night long on Friday. Tons of games on Saturday and Sunday as well. Should be a lot of fun. And the best part about it is filling out your brackets. And that's what we are doing today here on the show. We're going to give you our official brackets as we have filled them out and what we think is going to happen in this crazy NCAA tournament, one of probably the most unpredictable NCAA tournaments we've seen in a very long time. It's always extremely difficult, but the craziness in college basketball this year is what makes this tournament even more fun this year, and I'm really excited to get into this. We'll start in one portion of the bracket. We'll go all the way through, and that's what we'll do throughout the show today. And again, we're going to be filling our brackets out on the Basketball Mayhem Challenge at ESPNAU.com, so we'd love for you to be a part of it. Join and uh, one lucky winner, whoever picks the most games correctly, you're going to win a flat screen TV, a 55-inch smart TV, a $100 Visa gift card, and an Auburn Networks prize pack. So you want to be in on the fun, pull it up on your phone, pull it up on your laptop, and join us as we go through and fill out our NCAA tournament bracket for 2023 at ESPNAU.com. So Carter, we'll start in the South, brother. We'll start working through the South portion of the bracket that's in the top part of the bracket, which always kind of confuses me. But in the South, You have Alabama, the number one overall seed, the number one seed in this portion of the bracket we've already talked about. I'm pretty sure this is not going to be an upset from Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Alabama should handle business pretty easily here. Yeah, I think that um, this this Alabama team will beat this Texas A&M Corpus Christi Christi team by a lot. Um, For some reason, I'm having a really difficult time saying Corpus Christi. I want to turn it into Corpus Crispy. Like Krispy Kreme? Uh, I, I did this yesterday <laughs> on the show talking about it. Um, but I, It's better than Texas A&M Community College, like some people have called it. I have seen that. And <laughs> they I had think, to clarify. I think Alabama will treat Corpus Christi 
like a community college and beat them by 50. Yeah, that one should uh, should not be an issue. Alabama playing in Birmingham. Of course, Auburn playing up there as well. I have Alabama winning in their first matchup. And how the bracket challenge works at the Basketball Mayhem at ESPNAU.com, you get points based off of the rounds. So you get two points for every game you get right in round one, four points for every game you pick right in round two, and it doubles as it goes on. And so whoever has the most points at the end of this thing, you are going to win a 55-inch flat screen tv a hundred dollar visa gift card and an auburn networks prize pack so get your brackets in at espnau.com has to be in by 11 a.m tomorrow because that's when the game started so we're starting it out in the south portion of the bracket we both have alabama beating texas a&m corpus christi this game is the one that starts it all tomorrow at 11 a.m number eight maryland number nine west virginia this has been it's the 8-9 matchup, and historically, the 9-seeds have a winning record over the 8-seeds yeah. in the NCAA tournament. You and I, I believe, are split on this one, partner. I So that's a, that's a stat that you and I found before the show, and I thought it was interesting that 9-seeds are 76-72 and 72, uh, against 8-seeds. But in this matchup, I feel like too many people are on this West Virginia team. I know they're good. I know they're out of the Big 12. Uh, I just think this Maryland team with five veteran guys, seniors on this roster, with Jameer Young, with, I believe, uh, I think it might maybe Justin Reese down low. I know his last name is Reese. Um, I think Maryland gets it done. I think that they're going to be a very dangerous team when it comes to March, and I think they're going to be a team that goes a lot deeper than people think. I have West Virginia here. I think West Virginia is very physical. I think they are uh, capable of scoring a lot of points. It's a team that Auburn fans and Auburn knows very, very well after losing to them on the road in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. How about this? When you're on the Basketball Mayhem Challenge at ESPNAU.com, when you hover over each matchup... Julian Reese, by the way. Okay, got you. When you hover over each matchup, it gives you... About 10 different stat lines. It gives you their record, points per game, field goal percentage, free throw percentage, three-point percentage, assists, steals, blocks, rebounds per game. It gives you all of that. So if you need a little bit of help picking your games on our Basketball Mayhem Challenge, it gives you some stats as well. I have West Virginia taking down Maryland as the nine seed. I just like them out of the Big 12. I think they're physical. And again, I like West Virginia to move on and take on Alabama in the round of 32 then, number five, San Diego State in the 12th seed, Charleston. We all know the history of what the 12-5 is. Five seeds have the winning record, but this is always the big upset that everybody looks for. The 12th seed over the five seed. Charleston's been a pretty popular pick. Two teams that, look, we don't know a whole lot about us because we don't cover anything to do with San Diego State and Charleston, but lots of people are on Charleston. Are you pulling the trigger on Charleston? You know, I am. I think that Charleston um, is a team that doesn't have uh, very big guards, but I don't think San Diego State has big, lengthy guards to take advantage of that. Uh, I think that they're going to be a team that tries to push the pace and score a bunch of points and shoot a bunch of threes, and I think that they're going to be a team that gets it done here against a San Diego State team that I'm not sold on uh in this matchup but i do think the winner of this matchup is primed to make a little bit of noise i am picking san diego state for the simple fact that most people are on charleston i have a 12-5 upset in my bracket this is not it i'm going to take san diego state as the five seed defeat to defeat charleston in the round of 64 auburn fans will find this one interesting four seed virginia 13 seeded Furman. 
And of course, Auburn fans find it interesting because uh, most Auburn fans want Virginia to lose every game they play because of what happened in the Final Four just a few years ago. This is a Virginia team, Carter, that they are not good offensively. They are just not. And I know Virginia plays that lockdown, slow defense. They're okay playing in the 40s if you want to. But this team doesn't have the ability to score in the 70s. The team they're playing, they absolutely do. Furman is a really, really good team. They have a really good coach who I don't think it's going to be at Furman for very long. I think somebody bigger is going to come through and swoop him. And for my first big upset of the NCAA tournament, I'm taking Furman, the 13th seed, to defeat number four Virginia in the round of 64. Yeah, when I look at this matchup, I know Furman, like some of the metrics, really like this Virginia team. I haven't been overly impressed with them in a weak ACC. I don't think they've played their best ball down the stretch. I know they uh, made it to the championship game of the ACC tournament, uh, but I don't think I realized this. Furman is the most efficient two-point shooting team in the country. How about that? 59.1% of their two-point shots are good. They are very uh, efficient and effective field goal percentage. I think they get it done against Virginia right. in this matchup as well. All right. So we both have Furman to defeat Virginia in the round of 64. You get to the bottom portion of the south bracket. Number six, Creighton out of the Big East. Number 11, NC State out of that very weak ACC this is one of those where the 11-6 is a pretty popular upset pick as well. But to go ahead and give you mine, I've got the Blue Jays of Creighton. Now, this is a team that I liked early on this season. I thought they had really good potential. Even in the beginning of Big East play, I really liked this Creighton team. Then they went through a little bit of a lull, but I think they start to figure it out again coming into the middle of March. I have Creighton beating the Wolfpack of NC State for two reasons. I think Creighton's going to figure it out, and I don't trust hardly anybody from the ACC. So we know that if you're going to um, make a tournament run, you got to win a bun- be able to win a bunch of games in a row. Creighton has shown that. They had a really rough into-non-conference slate where they they played a lot of good teams. Um, I mean, Arizona State, Marquette, uh, Texas, Arizona. They took losses in all those games, and then a Nebraska-BYU game in there as well. Uh, And it started a little slow in Big East play, but then they reeled off, I believe, nine straight wins. So we know they have it in them to play their their best ball. Um, Kim Palm, for them being a six seed, they're the number 13 team in Kim Palm. Mm. Um, So that tells me a lot. They're a good defensive team. They're a good offensive team. I think Creighton gets it done. I like Creighton as well. We'll move on through these final three games and then get to our first break here in hour number one. We're filling our brackets out on the Basketball Mayhem Challenge at ESPNAU.com. It's our bracket challenge that we are giving away some great prizes. So fill your bracket out with us. We'd love for you to be a part of the fun. Does Baylor slip against UC Santa Barbara? We know Baylor has not been playing their best. They're not completely healthy. The three-seeded Baylor Bears, the 14-seeded UC Santa Barbara. Quickly here, does Baylor fall or do they get it done? Uh, I think Baylor gets it done. I um, Their guards are too good, and once you get into tournament play, we know how it does. Um, the court tilts towards the be- team with the better guards, mm-hmm. and I think that Baylor's pretty high up there uh, on the list of teams with the best guards. I'm going to take Baylor to beat UC Santa Barbara as well. Uh, both of us should have Arizona beating Princeton in that bottom matchup, the two-seeded Arizona Wildcats taking down Princeton. And then you get to the final game in the round of 64 out of the South. Number 7 Missouri, number 10 Utah State. 
This is just about a toss-up, but I'm going to go with the SEC squad in Missouri. I think their toughness has shown. I think they are a good team. If they shoot the ball well, I'm going to take the Tigers. I think this is going to be an extremely high-scoring game. I'm very excited about it. Um, I've been leaning Utah State all this in whole time. But for some reason, Missouri wins games that I don't think they should win. I think Missouri will get it done in this one. All right. So we have gotten through the, the way, first round. That Utah State team as what, a 10 seed? Mm-hmm. 18th in Kimpom. Really? I didn't know they were that. I knew they were high. I didn't know they were that high. Because they're a really, really good offensive team. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. And I think maybe Missouri's defense, when it plays physical, can try to slow that down just a little bit. They're 10th and 11th in offensive adjusted efficiency. That's awesome. It's going to be a lot of points in this one. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. We're just through the first round of the South region of the NCAA tournament bracket. When we come back, we'll pick the second round all the way to get to the Elite Eight games. And then at the end, we'll pick all of our teams to get to the Final Four. We'll be right back filling out NCAA tournament brackets here on the Wednesday edition of On the Line. You are on the line on ESPN 1067 online at ESPNAU.com or on the ESPN 106.7 app. Back inside the studio at ESPN 106.7, Auburn Opelika Sports Leader, as we continue to fill out our NCAA tournament brackets live here on the show, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. You can go to ESPNAU.com, that's our website, our station website, and join our Basketball Mayhem Challenge. Fill out your brackets live with us as we go through it. Having a lot of fun so far here on the Wednesday edition of On the Line. We're going to do all the first round games here in this first hour, so we're going to move down to the eastern part of the bracket. And so how we're going to do this is do all the first round. And as the show goes on, we're going to narrow down the bracket to where near the end we'll have our Elite Eight, Final Four, and National Championship picks. And so as we move into the eastern part of the bracket, you have the one-seeded Purdue Boilermakers taking on the winner of tonight's game, Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. Purdue will win that matchup either way. They're going to win this game pretty easily. Zach Eady will have a field day in that game. I think we both have that picked, and so we'll go ahead and move on from that yes, one. Zach Eady, a really good player, and Purdue has a chance to make some noise. Another really good 8-9 matchup. Number 8, Memphis. Number 9, Florida Atlantic. The Tigers of Memphis have been the big favorite pick here from all the brackets that I've seen so far. Yeah, I mean, this this uh, Memphis team is playing its best basketball right now. We saw what they did to a shorthanded Houston team in the American Championship. FAU's a really good team as well, but I like Kendrick Davis. I like this Memphis team. I like the way that they pressure the basketball and force turnovers I'm gonna go with them yeah I like Memphis too for all those reasons you just said elite guard play and seniority in the NCAA tournament is something that reigns supreme keep your eye on the Memphis Tigers we both have them beating Florida Atlantic in round number one then you get down to number five Duke and number 12 Oral Roberts and this is one of those 12-5 matchups again where it's very interesting there's upsets waiting to happen in this matchup any other year any other year I would take Oral Roberts to beat Duke in this situation but Duke is not a true five seed they're a three seed with the way they're playing right now they're the hottest team coming into the NCAA tournament I have Duke winning this one easily in round one so I think Duke wins this game because I think they're playing they're finally living up to the recruiting rankings of a lot of their players um 
Filipowski, I think he's been pretty great. But I do love this matchup because Uh-oh. because Oral Roberts has a an unbelievable player in Connor Vanover who is seven foot three and he is a pretty good little three point shooter too. So I think it's going to be a very fun matchup. But I am going to take Duke to win this one. It should be fun as we move through the rest of the first round in the eastern part of the bracket. We have a couple of SEC teams coming up, so Auburn fans will have some interest in this. Number four Tennessee, shorthanded, right? Zakai Ziegler will not be playing in the NCAA tournament taking on number 13 Louisiana, a team that nobody's going to really know anything about, a team that most people will overlook and just easily write Tennessee into that second round to defeat Louisiana as that four seed, Louisiana being the three seed. Despite all of that, I am taking Tennessee. They're too good defensively. Louisiana can score and may bring them some interesting matchup problems, but I still think Tennessee is good enough, even without Zakai Ziegler, to get to the second round. I've got the Volunteers. Yeah, I mean, I know this Louisiana team is playing well. They're they're hot. They've won their last five, but I just don't think that they're particularly great at anything, and we know Tennessee is great. They're the number two defensive team in the country. Uh, they make it difficult for you if you try to shoot the three, um, which we this is kind of what this Louisiana team likes to do. I think Tennessee gets this one done. Yep, I think Tennessee, again, I don't know how far they'll go. We'll get to that as we go through the show. My confidence in Tennessee is not very high, though. I'll be really honest. My confidence in them is not very high. I I agree. So we both have Tennessee beating Louisiana. Kentucky, the sixth seed Kentucky Wildcats. Isn't it interesting? I mentioned this, I believe, on Monday when we were looking at this bracket a little bit. A month ago, Kentucky was on the outside looking in. They were not in the NCAA tournament, and here they are as a sixth seed playing pretty well. Uh, Didn't get to the SEC championship game, but they are a good squad. And Kentucky, the sixth seed, taking on the 11th seed Providence out of the Big East. You know I love that conference, Carter. I like this Providence team. They're sneaky good. I think 11 is a little low for them. This should be a really, really fun matchup. Does Kentucky avoid an early first-round exit? Uh, I think they do. I think this Kentucky team is about to put it together. I think they're going to be healthier than they've been in a little while. I think that's key. Um, they're going to take on this Providence team, and I know that there's um, some guys on this Prov- Providence team that, uh, like Bryce Hopkins, that really, really, really want to beat uh, Kentucky because I'm pretty sure he's a Kentucky transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do. I don't think Providence plays well enough on defense, and I think Kentucky gets this done. I'm going to take the Cats as well. I think Sheboy will have a good day. I think he'll have a good tournament. And you're right. I think Kentucky's going to be healthy, uh, healthier than they've been in a while. And I think that will carry the Cats over Providence in round one. How about Kansas State as a three seed? A very questionable three seed Uh, when you look at this you're like Kansas State are they really a three seed taking on Montana State the 14th seed shout out to our good friend Christian Clemente of Montana State do they get the upset here I don't think so I have Kansas State winning this thing I just I can't trust Montana State to go up against the big bad big 12 Montana State's not good at uh, offense (laughs) and I think that's a problem when you're playing a Kansas State team that's pretty good defensively uh, and they're they're solid on offense, but I, I just think this Kansas State team, the resume they've built up is why they have the three seed. I think they get it done here. I don't think uh, the big sky is going to do great in this NCAA tournament. Are you telling me that it takes points to win games in the NCAA tournament? 
It takes at least one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have Kansas State winning as well. It's one of those teams as a three seed that I just don't have a ton of confidence in, uh, but I do think they at least get through the first round. Then Michigan State, the seven seed, USC, the Trojans as a 10 seed, a team that that Auburn is very familiar with. They lost to them on the road in that in that West Coast trip back in the uh, early portion of non-conference play. You want to talk about a coin flip here, partner? This is an absolute coin flip 50-50. I went the Trojans, and I have absolutely no reason to do so. It gives me another upset in the bracket. That's why I picked it. Yeah, um, I think the one place that USC can run into trouble is if this Michigan State team gets really hot from three because they're the number six team in the country from deep. Uh, I think that USC gets it done. I just think they got more guys that I believe in, like Boogie Ellis and Drew Peterson and people like that. How about Marquette, the two seed, taking on 15-seeded Vermont? Not a popular pick for Vermont to get the upset. (laughs) I really, really like this Marquette team. They are one of my more popular national championship picks. We'll see if that's what I pick in this bracket, but... I like this Marquette team a lot. They win this one easily. Marquette is solid defensively, but they're pretty dadgum good on offense. They're the number seven offensive team in the country. Uh, They're very efficient from two. They have a really good uh, effective field goal percentage. And I think that they're they're a team that I think think is going to make a lot of noise. I don't have a lot of upsets in this portion of the bracket. USC is my biggest upset. USC is my only upset. Yeah, wow. I think I'm, How about I think I'm that? with you on that. How about that? We are through two portions of the bracket in round one, filling out our NCAA tournament brackets. We'd love for you to be a part of it. Go to ESPNAU.com, click on the contest tab, be a part of our basketball mayhem here on ESPN 106.7. Jacob Goins and Carter Bird on ESPN 1067, Auburn Opelika's sports leader. 30 minutes into hour number one here on the Wednesday edition of On the Line. Jacob Goins, Carter Bird with you on ESPN 1067 as we fill out our NCAA tournament brackets live with you here on the show. And uh, we'd love for you to fill yours out with us either on paper or get to ESPNAU.com in our contest tab. we got basketball mayhem going on right now. Today's the final day. It closes at 11 a.m. tomorrow. So get your brackets in and one winner will get a 55 inch flat screen tv a 100 visa gift card and an auburn networks prize pack you want to be in it you got to be in it to win it folks so be sure you get there pull up your laptop fill it out with us if you're at work pull it up on your office computer your boss will never know and if they do it's march madness you're allowed to do it it's it's, it's march you're allowed to fill out your ncaa tournament bracket so pull it up and fill it out with us as we go as we move to the midwest portion of the bracket in the top right we are going through all of the first round games and we'll start with the one seeded who Houston Cougars, who got really just beat really bad in their conference championship game. You mentioned earlier, Carter, how they are they are shorthanded, but coming into this, I believe they're going to be ready to go. I believe Sasser is healthy enough. He will play in this first round. Yeah, Marcus Sasser is a guy who I think is going to be back for the uh, NCAA tournament. I think he's going to be healthy. He's one of the best players in the country. I think they handle business in that game. I have Houston in my bracket officially. But if there is a one seed to lose, it's going to be Houston to lose to the Northern Kentucky Norse. 
It's going to happen. I'm not picking it because I don't have that much faith in it. But if there is a one seed to lose in the first round for the second time ever in the history of college basketball, it will be the Northern Kentucky Norse to defeat Houston. Would be So it would be the second time ever, but uh, how weird are you going to feel when they lose by 40? I'll accept it. <laughs> I'll accept it. Uh, but I officially in my bracket that we're filling out for the show, I have Houston winning in that first game. Texas 2, the big game that everybody's worried about. Number 8, Iowa. Number 9, Auburn in Birmingham. Playing tomorrow around 6 o'clock Central Time. This is another coin flip it really really is who shows up what Iowa team shows up but the bigger question is what Auburn team shows up and luckily Auburn doesn't play until tomorrow evening so we'll have tomorrow's show to really break this game down and give you everything that we think about Auburn and Iowa but to go ahead and give you my pick for it I am going to go with Auburn in round one I do have Auburn beating Iowa in the first round of the NCAA tournament in Birmingham tomorrow yeah, I think a lot's being made about uh, Auburn kind of struggling down the stretch, losing a lot of games. But, I mean, Iowa's not much better. They're 2-4 and four on their last six. Uh, they're a really, really good offensive team. Um, they're bad de- defensively. They're the worst defensive team in the Big Ten in a whole lot of metrics. Uh, Auburn's a good defensive team and a solid offensive team that's getting a lot better. I think Auburn gets it done in this matchup. I think Auburn advances to the round of 32. So we have Houston and then Auburn so far in the Midwest portion of the bracket in round number one. Another 5-12 matchup, Miami at the five seed, Miami of Florida, and Drake and that 12 seed. Is this a 12-5 upset in the NCAA tournament? I think so. I think so. I think this Drake team is uh, very interesting. Tucker DeVries is going to be one of these breakout stars in the NCAA tournament. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch. He is a 6'7", 210-pound uh, forward that can light it up from deep. He's a 38% free th- or three-point shooter, basically. He's 37.5, I think, 37.6. Um, I think they get it done versus a Miami team that's, I think, without its center. I'm taking Drake. Why? Because it gives me another upset in the NCAA tournament, and there's going to be a lot of them this year in this bracket. I'm taking Drake as the 12 seed to defeat a 5 seed. It is my second pick of a 12 seed beating. No, it's not. Just my first one. Excuse me. It's only my first. And On the other side, I had... It is your second. I had San Diego State as a 5 seed defeating Charleston and Duke defeating Oral Roberts. But this is my first 12 pick over a 5. I'm taking Drake over Miami. Indiana as the four seed as we continue to move down the Midwest portion of the bracket. Indiana as the four seed. They've got one of the best players in all of college basketball in Trace Jackson Davis taking on Kent State, an Ohio school that really just got hot in their conference, played really, really well down the stretch. They're in the NCAA tournament as a 13 seed taking on a hit or miss Indiana team. This is a Final Four good Indiana team or it's a first round loss bad enough Indiana team. I'm going to go with the Hoosiers. I think Trace Jackson Davis will carry them through this game. I'm going to go with the Hoosiers, but this team is so questioning to me. Yeah, I mean, Trace Jackson Davis is a top three or four player in college basketball. I'm really excited to see what he can do in the NCAA tournament. I'm going to go Indiana. I really want to make a last-second pivot to (laughs) Kent State, but I'm going to go Indiana because I think Trace Jackson Davis – 
um, is somebody who is going to really show out in the NCAA tournament on a big stage. I think so too. Big time players step up in this time of the year, and when this is on television, player players like Trace Jackson Davis just step up, and he's been there for a long time. He's a senior; he knows what he's doing. I'm going to take Indiana over Kent State, the four over the thirteen. Then you get to number six Iowa State taking on the eleven seeded Pitt as they beat Mississippi State last night in the first four in Dayton, Ohio. This is. One of those games where we were talking about it before the show. Can Pitt beat Iowa State? Absolutely. But could Pitt just kind of get tired a little bit after already playing one game? That could also happen as well. Iowa State out of that big, bad Big 12. I'm going to go with the Cyclones because of the Big 12. And again, I just don't trust teams out of the ACC. So when I look at this matchup, I know Pitt does a decent job uh, protecting the basketball. Iowa State is the number two team at forcing turnovers in the country. Um, but Pitt, we saw last night how they can kind of get hot and light it up from deep. I think Pitt gets it done because I don't believe really? in this Iowa State team. Wow. Does it benefit teams? And it kind of goes back to this conversation we were having during conference tournaments. Do the teams that come out of the first four as the 11 seed who have a legitimate chance to actually win their first round game, does it help them already playing a game early this week or does it kind of take their legs out of it, it a little bit? I think it can. There's always one that... that uh, exceeds expectations and makes a little bit of a run and I think Pitt might be uh, that team to make it through the first uh, first game of the of the NCAA tournament or the first first round there you go I guess of it because they've already played once so you have Pitt I'm taking Iowa State in that matchup as we fill out our NCAA tournament brackets getting through the first round of the entire thing we're in the Midwest portion of this right now and you can join us at ESPNAU.com in our basketball mayhem challenge number three Xavier out of the Big East taking on number 14 Kennesaw State Lots of people like Xavier because of the big name. Sean Miller, first-year head coach. We know what his past is. It's a first-year head coach at Xavier. Taking on a very interesting Kennesaw State team. They can score, but Xavier can too. Xavier scores over 81 points a game, man. They are a really, yes. really good team at 25-9. and nine. They hit a little bit of a lull there at the end of the season. I'm going to take Xavier. I've gone kind of chalk here, but I really, really like the Xavier team. They are final four good is Xavier. Kansas State got really, really hot at the end of the year, and they beat a Liberty team that is uh, no slouch at all. That's a good Liberty basketball team in the championship of their conference. Uh, But this Xavier team, I think, has the best backcourt in this region uh, with Soleil Boom and um, Colby Jones from Mountain Brook High School up there in Birmingham. Uh, I think Xavier gets this one done. I like Xavier as well. Again, I I really like this Xavier team out of the Big East. I think they're just they're really really good. They've got some of those things that make you a good team in March with a good backcourt. You've got some experienced guys. You have a head coach that's been there before. I like Xavier to win their first round matchup against Kennesaw State. And I've got Xavier making some noise in this NCAA tournament. Texas A&M, the seven seed. As people were hating on them being a seven seed, I'm in agreement they should be no less than a five seed in this NCAA tournament, but they are a seven seed for whatever reason you want to come up with, whether it is punishing them for what they said last year for not making it in, or maybe they just want to, uh, maybe they're looking ahead a little bit to a second round matchup for Texas A&M, but they have no easy feat. They have the runners up out of the Big Ten, the 10th seed of Penn State, Nittany Lions. What a game this could be in the first round. 
Yeah, this is interesting when I look at this matchup because Penn State's pretty hot. They they got backed into a corner, had to win a bunch of games to make the tournament. They did just that. They're a really good three-point shooting team. They're really small, though. Um, this A&M team is big and physical. Uh, A&M's really good on the offensive glass. Um, Penn State, in contrast, like, so... Texas A&M is the, is the number six team in the country at offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, Penn State is second to last in the country in that category. Mm. And that just gives you an idea of how little they are. Their biggest player in their rotation uh, is basically going to be like 6-7-ish. Uh, a lot of guards, a lot of guys that can shoot from deep. But I think A&M gets this done because I think they're too big, too physical, uh, and I think they're going to take advantage down low. How about two runners up out of their own conferences? A&M losing to Alabama in the SEC championship game and Penn State losing to Purdue in the Big Ten championship game. Penn State almost won that, by the way. They by almost the way, beat Purdue. A&M gets the free throw line the third most in the country. And I think that could be something uh, they take advantage of of against a much smaller Penn State team and not only do they get there they hit almost 76 percent of their free throws as a team which is pretty good for a team I yeah. mean if you're anywhere above top, 70 top in my book in the I country. mean yeah you're, you're doing something right and Penn State does shoot the three well they do get hot from three uh, they shoot about 38 39 percent so that could be an area where Texas A&M could struggle but I like the Aggies in their first round matchup with the Penn State Nittany Lions in the 7-10 matchup number two Texas as we get to the bottom of the Midwest number two Texas number 15 Colgate this is a program in Colgate they're not new to the NCAA tournament they've made some noise in the past they've got a bigger task here taking on Texas who played really really good they beat Kansas by 20 in the Big 12 championship game yeah uh can uh this Texas team with the way that they've responded to adversity this year has been really impressive they're hot coming into the tournament they're playing really good ball uh they're a top seven team in Kimpom Colgate would have to hit so many threes to win this game which they are the number one three-point shooting team in America I think um but I think Texas is too good. I think Texas gets this done. I think Colgate could make it a little interesting, though, if they just rain threes, because that's how you make an upset like this happen. Yeah, I mean, they shoot 41% from the three-point line as a it's team. wild. And it's not because they don't shoot it. They shoot a lot. They shoot a lot of threes, and they're just good at it. And they're also the number seven two-point field goal percentage team in the country, too. So they're by far the number one effective field goal percentage team because they're that good from three, and they're really good from two. They score 78 points a game. Texas also scores 78 points a game. But the Longhorns are too good, man. And like you said, they have responded to adversity. That head coach deserves to be the full-time head coach. He has done a wonderful job at Texas to help them rebound after the midseason crisis when Chris Beard was fired and let go. There are two seed in the NCAA tournament for a reason. I'm going to go with the Longhorns in round number one to get that anticipated matchup of Texas A&M and Texas in round two. As we have one more portion of the bracket to go in round one of the NCAA tournament, we'll take our final break, come back, and get to the West where mine is a little crazy here in the western part of the bracket. Go on to ESPNAU.com, our basketball mayhem challenge under the contest tab. Join us as we fill out our brackets here on the Wednesday edition of On the Line. the line on ESPN 1067. Call in at 334-321-1390 or toll free at 888-382-7502. 
Wrapping up our number one here on the Wednesday edition of On the Line as we also wrap up our first round predictions as we fill out our NCAA tournament brackets here live on the show. Jacob Goins and Carter Bird with you on ESPN 106.7. We are in the final portion of the bracket, the West. And if you're looking at my bracket, it's the wild, wild West because I've got some crazy predictions and uh, teams upsetting in this portion of the bracket. And we'd love for you to join us as we fill out our brackets all show long coming up in the second hour we'll get into the second round sweet 16 elite eight and then the final four looking forward to it but you can join in on the fun go to espnau.com click on the contest tab and click on basketball mayhem you can join our basketball mayhem challenge fill out your brackets join different groups make as many predictions as you want and whoever has the most points at the end of it you're going to win a 55 inch flat screen tv a 100 visa gift card and an auburn networks prize pack you don't don't want to miss it you got to be in it to win it so go to espnau.com click on the contest tab and it's basketball mayhem it closes tomorrow at 11 a.m that's when the games start got to get your brackets in so join in on the fun as we fill out our brackets here live on the show carter we're into the western part of the bracket in the first round games we'll both go ahead and take kansas as the one seed over howard i'm pretty sure we're confident in that yes we'll move agreed. on to arkansas as the eight seed illinois as the nine seed coming from the guy that covers the big 10 you know illinois better than most we know arkansas we know they can be really really good we know they have final four talents but are they good enough to make a run there we're gonna find out over the next few weeks arkansas illinois who do you got in the eight nine matchup when i look at this matchup i think illinois is the one team that i think could put it all together and be um a deep 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 run team because i think that they're their best I don't even know if we've even seen their best. I think it could be so good. I do think that what Arkansas struggles with, um, Illinois also struggles with a little bit more defensively. And then, like, they, it's a good matchup for Illinois in my mind. And I don't trust this Arkansas team. I think Illinois gets this done. Wow. I know that they uh, lost to Penn State. They lost to Purdue in their last two games. But I think this Illinois team, I kind of like this matchup for them. I think they get it done. You talk about a team looking to put it all together. We haven't seen the best of them yet. Could you say that for Arkansas, too, that we have not seen their absolute best just yet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fair. I just think that Illinois' best is better than Arkansas's best. Totally fair. You have Illinois. I'm going to take the Razorbacks. I think they have enough talent. Nick Smith Jr., we talk about players that step up this time of the year. I think he will get it done and take Arkansas to the second round. St. Mary's the five seed, taking on VCU the 12 seed. I'll go ahead and go quickly. This is my second 12 upset over a five. I'm going to take VCU out of the A-10 to defeat St. Mary's. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that this... this um St. Mary's team has Aiden Mahaney, who's a really fun player to watch. Uh, really fun, fresh, true, true freshman point guard. Uh, but I think VCU is a team that we always see in March, and I think they're going to force some turnovers and pull that upset. Number four, UConn. Number 13, Iona, who is coached by Rick Pitino. He has seen the NCAA tournament so many times. This Iona team is nobody to mess around with. Here's a couple of things. I like this Iona team. I like Rick Pitino as a coach. I don't trust UConn. I'm taking the 13th seeded Iona to defeat UConn in the first round to get this thing really going down here in the western portion of the bracket. UConn is a team that metrics 
absolutely love. They're really good on offense. They're top six in the country. They are, they rebound. Uh, they hit the offensive glass better than just about anybody in America. They're the number. Well, they are the number one offensive rebounding team in the country. Rick Pitino's a great coach, but I think UConn's just too big, too physical, too athletic. Number six, TCU taking on the winner of Arizona State and Nevada. That game will be tonight up in Dayton. I've got the Horn Frogs. Yeah, uh, TCU is a team that I think is very dangerous. I am a little bit worried. Um, I think their center left the team after the Big 12 tournament, which I'm a little bit worried about. But you have TCU? Yes, I do. Any chance that three-seeded Gonzaga falls to 14-seeded Grand Canyon? This may be the most lopsided pick in anybody's bracket across the country. I think most people are going to pick Gonzaga here, myself yeah, included. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Gonzaga gets this one done, but I've still not sold on that Gonzaga team. We can't spend a lot of time on this one. I know you'd love to. Number seven, Northwestern taking on number 10, Boise State. What a weird game. What a fun game this is going to be. Northwestern, we know how good they can be. We know how good their guard play is and their seniority is. We got to move quickly, though. I'm going to take Northwestern to beat Boise State in round one. Yeah, I think this Boise State team, this Boise State team is really scrappy and really good. And I know that some metrics really like them. But I just think this Northwestern team, they're a bunch of veterans, a um, uh, bunch of mature guys. And I, at the end of the day, I trust Boo Booey to figure out a way to get this game done. I know that uh, Degen Hart for, for uh, Boise State's a great player, but I think Northwestern has the pieces to eke out a win in this one. The final game of the first round, number two UCLA taking on 15-seeded UNC Asheville. UCLA shorthanded. Their best defender will not be playing in the NCAA tournament. My biggest upset of the first round, give me UNC Asheville as a 15-seed to take down UCLA in round one. The 15-seed will move on. Give me UNC Asheville over UCLA. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. UNC Asheville over UCLA. Well, I think that UCLA is going to get it because <laughs> they're, they're the best defensive team in the country. Even without Jalen Clark, I think they're going to do enough to beat UNC Asheville. We have picked all the first round games. Come back for hour number two. We'll pick the second round, Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and Final Four as the NCAA tournament gets going tomorrow. ESPN 106.7, Auburn Opelika's sports leader. Online at ESPNAU.com or on the ESPN 106.7 app. To be on the line, call in at 334-321-1390 or toll free at 888-382-7502. You are on the line with Jacob Goins and Carter Bird. You're on the line here on ESPN 106.7. Auburn Opelika, sports leader. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. The day before the NCAA tournament first round games get underway, and there is no better time of the year. Jacob Goins and Carter Bird with you here on ESPN 106.7 as we have been filling out our NCAA tournament brackets all of the first hour. That's what we did. We went through the entire first round, South, East, Midwest, and West. 
West. We picked all of our first round games, had some big upsets. I had some bigger upsets in there, but some really interesting matchups, and we gave our thoughts and predictions for the entire first round of the NCAA tournament as we fill out our brackets, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. We have a great contest going on on our station website, ESPNAU.com. Click on the contest tab, and it's called Basketball Mayhem. You can go and fill out your brackets. Again, Basketball Mayhem. Go and fill out your brackets, and the winner, whoever corrects, pick whoever picks the most games correctly uh, you get points per round the points double every single round the bigger games worth more points whoever has the most points at the end of the tournament you're going to take home a 55 inch flat screen tv a 100 visa gift card and an auburn networks prize pack so get your brackets in do not fill them out anywhere else this is where you want to be basketball mayhem at espnau.com under the contest tab brought to you by the orthopedic clinic so that's what we are doing right now Filling out our brackets live with you on the show. If you missed any of the first hour, you can go back and catch up with the podcast at ESPNAU.com and see who we picked for all of our first round games. But going to give you that right here as well as we have our second round matchups. And Carter will jump right into it here starting in the second round of the South portion of the bracket we have a couple of different matchups here Mm -hmm. i have alabama taking on west virginia after i have the mountaineers taking down maryland but you have maryland taking on alabama in this second round game does alabama get through the second round of the ncaa tournament i don't think so i think the experience of maryland uh overtakes them in this game Uh, i think maryland has an ability to slow down the pace of this game and uh, make it awkward and uncomfortable for Alabama. I think Maryland gets it done, and the first one seed goes down. I have Alabama taking on West Virginia in this second round game of the South. I'm still on the train that Alabama is beatable. I think Alabama has a chance to, when I was coming into the tournament before we got the brackets, I said Alabama will run into a team and that will beat them before they get to the Final Four. But in my bracket, it's not West Virginia in the second round. I think they match up well. I think they can slow it down. I just don't think West Virginia can keep up with Alabama offensively. I'm going to take the Crimson Tide to move on to the Sweet 16. The second game in the second round of the South bracket, I have San Diego State and Furman. You have Charleston and Furman in your second round, the 12-13 matchup in that second round. I'm going to take Furman to beat the five-seed San Diego State. I love this Furman team, man. I really, really do. I'm going to take the 13-seeded Furman to not only beat Virginia in round one, but to beat San Diego State in round two and take on Alabama in the Sweet 16. I mean, I think this Furman team is really, really good. I just think that this uh, Charleston team is going to get it done. I think that they're going to push the pace. Uh, they're going to try to wear Furman out, and I think they get it done in that matchup. I've got I've got Charleston to the Sweet 16. All right, lucky there. But both of us have big double-digit seeds mm-hmm. making a run to the Sweet 16. We move on to Creighton and Baylor. Both of you, both of us have that matchup in that second round. Creighton defeating NC State, Baylor defeating UC Santa Barbara, the Blue Jays and the Bears. Who gets it done? I really like, I know Baylor's got the number two offense or whatever, but they, they're they not a great team defensively. Creighton is great on both ends. I think Creighton has the, they're battle tested enough, and I think they have the the dudes to get it done. I think Creighton beats Baylor in this matchup. For one of the very few times in this NCAA tournament, I'm picking against a Big 12 team 
they're good, but you mentioned the defensive part. I think Creighton's good enough defensively. I think they're good coming out of the Big East. I like the Blue Jays to fly to the Sweet 16 and take down Baylor, the third seed. Six-seeded Creighton defeats number three Baylor in my second-round prediction of the NCAA tournament. Then Missouri taking on Arizona. I have Missouri defeating Utah State in round one. Arizona taking down Providence in round two. Seven-seeded Missouri, two-seeded Arizona. This is interesting. Given Missouri's size and the way they play, they could give Arizona some fits who hasn't played their best basketball coming into the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, I think Kirk Risa uh, is going to be a handful for Missouri. I think this Arizona team, this is probably one of the wider gaps of a 7-2 uh, matchup you'll see on Kim Palm because Arizona's number 10, Missouri's 51. Not good. Um, I don't love Missouri's ability to to rebound in this game. I think they're going to have issues uh, with that. And I think I think Arizona's offense is just too good for for this Missouri team. It's two good offensive teams. It could be a lot of points, uh, but Missouri's defense is outside the top 100, and we're looking at a round 40th best defense in Arizona. I think they're too good for this Missouri team. Yeah, and that's what it's going to come down to. I think it'll be too many easy buckets for Arizona down low. I think they'll get some open shots, and you're going to see some big runs from Arizona in this game if they do end up playing Missouri. I'm going to take the Arizona Wildcats, the two seed, to make it to the Sweet 16 in the South. So my Sweet 16 in the South, Alabama taking on Furman and Creighton taking on Arizona in that Sweet 16 as we move down to the, and that's what you had as well right you had Alabama you have Charleston you have Charleston Alabama Charleston in your sweet 16 no I have Maryland Charleston you're right I forgot you have Maryland <laughs> I forgot you had Alabama losing so what's I your do. sweet 16 why don't you have, read me your I sweet 16 Maryland Charleston and Creighton Arizona wow so you have Alabama I forgot Alabama losing in the round of 32 as we move down to the eastern part of the bracket picking our second round games the teams to make it to the sweet 16 again fill your bracket out with us espnau.com under the contest tab our basketball mayhem giving away a flat screen tv hundred dollar visa gift card and an Auburn networks prize pack we want you to join us here in on the fun when we get down to the east my first matchup the one seeded purdue boilermakers and the eight seed memphis tigers that's what you have as mm-hmm. well this is my first one seed going down. I like Memphis to beat Purdue. I think guard play will be huge. I think Memphis is a good defensive team. If they can find a way to get Zach Eady for away from the basket, I think Purdue's guards are not great. They're not. If you've watched this team, Purdue's guards They're are young. not that They're great. Freshmen. They're Both young. Both of them are freshmen, I think. You're, yeah, you're looking at young guards for Purdue versus juniors and seniors for Memphis. You know me, I love guard play. If Memphis can find a way to get Zach Eady away from the basket and not be a factor on the boards, I've got Memphis taking down the one-seeded Purdue Boilermakers to make it to the Sweet 16. Yeah, when I look at this matchup, I know Zach Eady is a freak at 7'4", 305 pounds, but I think Kendrick Davis, this Memphis team, the athleticism, the way they're going to pressure the Purdue guards and force some turnovers, I think Memphis gets this done. I've got another one-seed going down on the left side of the bracket. That's crazy. You have two one seeds going down in the round of I, I 32. This Purdue team, I know they won the Big Ten tournament. But man, but they, they had to fight had, for they it. They struggled down the stretch. They they had a run uh, where they went two and four in, in six games before they, they beat Wisconsin and Illinois in the final two games. They struggle with pressure. I think Memphis has the guys to 
pressure them enough to force some turnovers yep i like memphis to take down purdue in the second round we move on to the second game in the second round of the eastern the bottom left portion of the bracket i have five seeded duke taking on four seeded tennessee i talked about the volunteers in hour number one how they're good enough defensively to get through louisiana for their first game but i just don't think they've got the guys now without zakai ziegler they can't score the basketball duke is playing the best basketball coming into the ncaa tournament duke is a very popular team to make it to the final four i like duke to beat tennessee in the second round one of the best games we're going to see in the second round i have duke and first year head coach john shire to get to the sweet 16 yeah when i look at this matchup i think this um duke team is one of the hottest teams in the tournament they have not lost since february 11th in an overtime loss to virginia they've been they've really come together as as a team uh, I think that they have more guys that I trust than this Tennessee team. For Tennessee, I just, I mean, it's Viscovi and maybe Josiah Jordan-James, and outside of that, nobody else. I think I think Duke gets this one done. Duke's playing too good, man. And Filipowski is, mm-hmm. he is playing some of the best basketball in the entire country individually for Duke. I have them beating Tennessee to get to the Sweet 16 to take on Memphis. And how fun of a matchup is that going to be? Memphis and Duke in the Sweet 16, if it happens. Isn't it fun we get to predict games that don't even exist? Isn't that so much fun? That's why it's so hard to predict the NCAA that's, tournament. Yeah, that's why it's impossible to make a perfect bracket. But you can try at ESPNAU.com in the Basketball Mayhem Challenge as we fill out our brackets here on on the show then in the second round of the east kentucky after they defeat providence i have them taking on kansas state after they defeat montana state give me john calipari and the wildcats i think they figure out a way they're gonna run through oscar shibway get some better shooting i think kentucky beats kansas state a team that yes they're in the big 12 but i just don't have a whole lot of confidence in them they've been so up and down this year kentucky figuring it out john calipari is going to will this young team to a sweet 16 appearance yeah i agree with you i think uh you've got a kentucky team that's the second best offensive rebounding team in the country uh going against a team that ranks down in the 220s and keeping opponents off the offensive glass i think kentucky gets a bunch of second chance opportunities uh, and just out physicals this Kansas State team that got kind of handled by TCU in their only Big 12 conference tournament game. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I have Kentucky beating Kansas State in the round of 32. The final game here in the East, USC after they defeat Michigan State is what I picked, taking on Marquette, the two-seed after they beat Vermont. Easy pick here, I have Marquette. They're one of my favorite teams in this NCAA tournament. I love this Marquette team. They're extremely talented very well coached with Shaka Smart Marquette should be a a underdog to win the national title not a super popular pick but Marquette is really really good they'll roll over USC something I do find interesting about this um, game USC can turn it over a little bit Marquette forces a lot of turnovers Marquette is the fourth best two-point field goal shooting team in the country uh, USC is the second best two-point field goal defense How about in the that? country. How about I that? I think uh, Marquette gets it done, though. I like this Marquette team a lot. They're really, really good. So here is what my Sweet 16 looks like on the left side of the bracket. Starting up in the south, I have Alabama taking on Furman in the Sweet 16. I also have Creighton taking on Arizona. Then I have the eight-seeded Memphis Tigers taking on the five-seeded Duke. And I have the six-seeded Kentucky Wildcats taking on the two 
two seed Marquette. So we have three of these matchups the same, but I have Maryland taking on Charleston as my only difference. I still have Creighton and Arizona, Memphis and Duke, and Kentucky and Marquette. So you have... That's that's a bold prediction. Two one seeds going down before the Sweet 16. Not saying it can't happen because this is going to be a wild tournament, but mm-hmm. it's a bold pick, no doubt. I mean, a few years ago, I picked Illinois to win the national championship, and they lost in the round of 32. So Been there, man. Been there. I was Try, on that train, too. something different this yeah, year. I was on that train, too. So the Sweet 16, again, you have Alabama and Purdue as one seeds going down. I do have Alabama moving on, taking on Furman, Creighton in Arizona, Memphis taking on Duke, and Kentucky taking on Marquette. We'll get to our first break here in hour number two. We'll go to the other side of the bracket and pick and predict our Sweet 16 matchups then in the back half of this hour. We'll pick the Elite Eight and the Final Four, give you our predictions as we fill out our NCAA tournament brackets here live on the Wednesday edition of On the Line. Get to ESPNAU.com. Fill out your brackets for our basketball mayhem under the contest tab. ESPNAU.com You are on the line on ESPN 1067. Online at ESPNAU.com or on the ESPN 1067 app. Back inside the studio at ESPN 106.7 as we continue filling out our NCAA tournament brackets. Hopefully you're enjoying this. We're having a lot of fun doing it, uh, predicting games that literally don't exist yet, and that is what makes the NCAA tournament so much fun. We'd love for you to fill out your brackets with us at ESPNAU.com. Under the contest tab, click on Basketball Mayhem. You can fill out as many brackets as you want thanks to the Orthopedic Clinic, and one lucky winner, if you have the most points by the end of it, you'll win a 55-inch flash screen TV. You'll win a $100 Visa gift card and an Auburn Networks prize pack. So do not fill your brackets out anywhere else except ESPNAU.com. It closes tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Time. So be sure you get them in because that's when the games start. And we've already picked our Sweet 16 teams on the left side of the bracket in the south and the east. We'll move to the Midwest and the western part of the NCAA tournament bracket starting in the Midwest picking round of 32 games. And we'll start with number one Houston taking on number nine Auburn. We both have this matchup in our round of 32. We both have Auburn beating Iowa in that first round. Can Auburn take down a one seed in the round of 32? This game's in Birmingham. Uh, A lot's been made of Marcus Sasser. Is he healthy? The more I start to read and listen to people, uh, it sounds like he is healthy. I don't think this is a great matchup for Auburn. I've got Houston winning. As of right now, Given that Auburn has not played a game yet in the NCAA tournament, given that Houston has not played a game yet in the NCAA tournament, I'm going to take Houston in the round of 32 just to be realistic here, to look at the potential of what Houston is and what they can be. They're a really good team. They are. They're a really good team, and when they are healthy, they are good enough to make a run of the Final Four. It would be a tall task for Auburn to beat Houston in the round of 32. Doesn't mean they can't, but as of right now, in my bracket for trying to get correctness, I am going to take Houston in the round of 32 to beat Auburn in Birmingham. We move on to... I have Drake, who beat Miami in the first round, the 12-seeded Drake, taking on four-seeded Indiana. I think I have that as well. I think you do. I'm going to take Trace Jackson Davis again in Indiana. I think, again, good players, elite players like him, know when to turn it on when the month of March hits. They know how to play. They know how to elevate their play. I'm taking Indiana to move on to the Sweet 16 to face Houston. I'm going to take Drake. Wow, you're going to do it, huh? All right. 
Why? I just think that this, I, I look at a guy like T- Tucker DeVries and just how good he is, and I know that this, this Indiana team, while like, I believe in the best version of them, they like haven't really won two, they haven't won more than two games in a row since um, February 11th when they went on a three-game win streak. They like they're really up and down in this recent stretch. Um, I just don't believe that they're going to play great ball all the way through. I think Jalen Hood Shafino is a really good freshman guard, but he's a freshman guard. And I'll take Drake to win this game. Wow. So you have a 12 seed making it to the Sweet 16 up there in the Midwestern part of the bracket. As we move down the second round, Iowa State taking on Xavier for me after Iowa State defeats Pitt. You have Pitt taking down Iowa State. And then Xavier, we both have Xavier beating Kennesaw State in that matchup. I'm going to take Xavier. Sean Miller as an experienced head coach in March. Xavier, they're just too talented for Iowa State. I got Xavier easy in the second round. Yeah, I think this Xavier team is going to get it done in this matchup. They're really good. Uh, three-point shooting team really good offense I do have a little bit of worries if if Pitt shoots the three well because Pitt can get really really hot from deep like they did last night if they do that Xavier's not a good three-point defense and so I am a little bit worried about that so uh but I do think Xavier gets that win and then one of the most anticipated second round matchups in the entire NCAA tournament this one up in the Midwest Number seven, Texas A&M. We both have them beating number 10, Penn State in round one, taking on two-seeded Texas after taking down 15-seeded Colgate. Texas A&M and Texas, a rivalry renewed in the NCAA tournament. If this game happens, man, the state of Texas is going to go insane. What a fun matchup this could be. Yeah, when I look at this matchup, I know that this Texas team with Rodney Terry has been so good this year uh, with Rodney Terry being the interim head coach. Give Texas that man the A&M. head coaching job. Give Tech, it to him. I think Buzz Williams is a great coach. I think Texas A&M um, is kind of built for these one-off matchups. And uh, they crash the offensive glass. While, while Texas is not a very Uh-oh. good – they're not good at keeping teams off the offensive glass. I think A&M pulls this upset. Wow. You've got some drama going down in the second round in your NCAA tournament bracket. Look, I think a and is really good, but Texas' talent is just unbelievable, and I think that's what will happen here. I think Texas will just out-talent Texas A&M. It'll be a great game. It'll be a close game, but I think down the stretch, A&M – just doesn't have the guys to get the ball in the basket. We've seen that at times. We saw it in the SEC championship game. Texas will lock A&M down. I've got the Longhorns to move on to the Sweet 16. So in our Midwest, I have Houston taking on Indiana in the Sweet 16 and then Xavier taking on Texas. Who do you have in the Midwest again, just to remind everybody? I have uh, Houston taking on Drake and Xavier taking on Texas A&M. That is very, very interesting as we move down to the western part of the bracket where if you were with us in hour number one, this is my wild, wild west. I have all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the first round of the west portion of the bracket. My second round game is number one Kansas after they defeat 16 Howard, taking on Arkansas after they take down number nine Illinois. I have Kansas beating Arkansas. Kansas Again, they have too many guys that can score. They play good defense. I just don't think Arkansas has 
the ability to match up with Kansas one-on-one, five-on-five. Give me the Jayhawks. Bill Self will be back coaching this team. I think that'll help them tremendously. Give me the Jayhawks to move on to the Sweet 16. So I've got Illinois versus Kansas. I think this Illinois team, if they ever put it together, could be a deep tournament-run team. Uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. is a really good guard for Illinois, but so is uh, Jalen Wilson for um, Kansas. And in this matchup, I mean, if you've kept track of this Illinois team at all this year, I feel like they always do really dumb stuff, like whether it be Matthew Mayer getting caffeine poisoning from chugging monsters playing video games after beating Ohio State. Um, I trust this Kansas team more. Uh, they're gonna be playing for Bill Self with all the storylines there. I think Kansas gets that one done. I do too. I like Kansas, uh, and Grady Dick is a fantastic player. I think he makes some shots there in that game to outduel Arkansas in the second round. Then I've got a battle of double-digit seeds. This is my big one here. Number twelve VCU taking on number thirteen Iona after VCU upsetting St. Mary's in round one and Iona upsetting UConn in this round. Uh, remind me who you have in this I matchup. Have VCU you and UConn. Okay, okay. Um, and when I look at this matchup, I know that UConn is such a physical team. They force so many turnovers. Uh, or well, no, no, they they they're such such a physical team. They crash the boards. Um, I think this VCU team's going to struggle with the physicality and the size and the strength, specifically of a guy like Adama Sanogo, who is one of the strongest players in college basketball. Uh, I think UConn gets it done against VCU. Rick Pitino is a fantastic coach. He has coached in the NCAA tournament. He has won big, big games in the NCAA tournament. He has been there time and time again. Give me the Gales of Iona to move on to the Sweet 16, taking down VCU to take a matchup with Kansas and two Hall of Fame coaches, Rick Pitino and Bill Self. I like Iona to take down VCU in the round of 32. Got a couple of more games here quickly. I have number six TCU after they defeat either Arizona State or Nevada, taking on number three seed Gonzaga. We both have that. Yep, we do. I have TCU taking on Gonzaga after they take down Grand Canyon. I've talked about how I don't trust Gonzaga. I don't trust them because of their conference. I don't trust them because they play high school teams. And this year, they're not as good as people think they are. TCU, the Horned Frogs out of the Big 12, will take down Gonzaga, and they will not make it to the Sweet 16. Give me the Horned Frogs out of the Big 12. I agree with you. I know Gonzaga is the best offense in the country, according to the metrics. Uh, But I think this TCU team... um, is so battle tested coming out of the Big Twelve. I think they get it done even without their their, their center who's in the transfer portal. I just think the Big Twelve's too good, man. And Gonzaga mm-hmm. has not seen that lately. I know they played a really good non-con schedule, but they have not seen that as of late. Then here's my wild matchup. I have Northwestern after beating Boise State. That one's not as crazy. I've got that with you. Or I think so. Oh wait, no. I no, no, you it. don't. Okay. Oh no, you don't. In the first round, if you were not with us, I have number 15-seeded UNC Asheville (sighs) taking down number 2 UCLA. They move on to the second round, but that's as far as they make it. Northwestern's too good, man. I think UNC Asheville will play the game of their lives, beat UCLA in round one. Northwestern's too athletic. They're too skilled. They're too experienced. Give me Northwestern to take down UNC Asheville in round two. Yeah, I've got Northwestern playing UConn, uh, or playing playing UCLA, sorry. Uh, and this UCLA team, best defensive team in the country, but they're without Jalen Clark. This Northwestern team, I think when you get out of the Big Ten and you get some one-off matchups, 
This Northwestern team plays defense in such a unique way. The physical um, trap of post of the post players. I think they just kind of match up with this UCLA team. I think they get it done Northwestern to the Sweet 16. All right. We are getting down to the big, to the big games here in the NCAA tournament. Stay tuned. We'll pick the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and Final Four when we come back. ESPN 1067, Auburn Opelika's sports leader. 30 more minutes here on the Wednesday edition of On the Line, the show that tells you like it is and holds nothing back. Jacob Goins, Carter Bird with you on ESPN 1067 as we are getting down to the nitty gritty here on the NCAA tournament bracket as we fill it out with you live giving our picks and predictions. We hope you've been filling it out with us as well. If you haven't, there's still plenty of time. Go to ESPNAU.com, click on the contest tab, and go to our basketball mayhem as you can fill out uh, brackets now until tomorrow at 11 a.m. You can fill them out, and the winner, you get points per round, and you get two points for first round games, four points for second round games, and it doubles as it goes on. Whoever has the most points, so basically if you pick the best games correctly, one winner will win a 55-inch flat-screen TV, a $100 Visa gift card, and an Auburn Networks prize pack. I promise there is no other place that you want to fill out brackets than ESPNAU.com under the contest tab and fill out on our basketball mayhem thanks to the orthopedic clinic as we are down to the sweet 16 carter time to pick our teams making it to the elite eight we'll start in the top left of the south and work our way around i have alabama the one seed after defeating uh, texas a&m corpus christi and after defeating west virginia taking on Furman, the 13 seeded Furman. I have Alabama taking on that Furman team. It'll be a magical run for them. They're going to run through a couple of teams in Virginia and San Diego State. They're going to run up against the Giant of Alabama, and I keep waiting for a matchup to appear for me to say Alabama's going to lose this one. I think Alabama is beatable, but I think Furman runs into a wall. I think Alabama's too good defensively. I'm going to take the Crimson Tide to make it to the Elite Eight. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good pick there if you get that matchup. But uh, I <laughs> You don't have Maryland. that matchup, do you? I have Maryland versus Charleston. We know Charleston likes to push the pace, try to really wear out teams. Maryland makes you work uh, on the offensive end. They, are the, they force the second longest possessions uh, for opposing offenses. I think that's going to make this Charleston team uncomfortable. I think Maryland gets that win in that matchup wow. and advances to the Elite Eight. So you have Maryland going all the way from the very first round, beating Alabama in the second round, and making it to the Elite Eight out of the Big Ten. That's a mm-hmm. bold pick, man. Yeah. And I, I like it, though. I absolutely love it. That's awesome, man. And, and that's what we've talked about is how the NCAA tournament, it's going to be crazy this year. And it's always crazy. It's always fun. There are always upsets. But with the inconsistency of teams this year, with the just the wildness that we've seen already, just look at the conference tournaments. You had some craziness yeah. there. That is a very small sample size of what we're going to see over the next few weeks here in the NCAA tournaments. You have Maryland making it to the Elite Eight out of the top portion of the South. As we move to the bottom, I have Alabama in that portion. I have Creighton taking on Arizona in the Sweet 16. I like this Creighton team. I've liked them all year. 
but I think they're finally going to hit their wall as well. Talk about a team that's had inconsistency. It's been this Creighton team. Arizona, too good offensively. I like their their guard play as well. I think Arizona is, is a team that hasn't played their best basketball coming into this. I like them to beat Creighton and sort of get back on track in this NCAA tournament to get to the Elite Eight to take on the one-seeded Alabama. So one-seed Alabama, two-seed Arizona in my Elite Eight in the South. So in this uh, Creighton-Arizona matchup, I I think you've got a really good offensive team in Arizona that's pretty good defensively, uh, but I think Creighton is good, is better on the defensive end, a lot better on the, the the defensive end, a little bit worse on the offensive end, but I think Creighton just gets it done. Wow. I think that they um, – th- we have not seen these two teams match up. Creighton played Arizona State earlier this year. I thought that they had, they had met, but I'm wrong there. Um, actually, no, they did meet earlier this year. Creighton lost by two. I think Creighton gets some payback in this Wow. Matchup. So you've got Maryland and Creighton in your Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a not popular pick, my friend. I think that's fair. That's understandable because they're an eight and a six seed. But it's fun. It's absolutely fun. And it very is possible with given what, again, what this season of college basketball has been, it is very, very possible. I have Alabama and Arizona in my Elite Eight from the South. We move down to the East in my Sweet 16. I have Memphis taking on Duke after Memphis takes down Purdue, the one seed in the second round. Duke getting over Tennessee in that second round. I like this Memphis team, man, and look, I think they beat Purdue. I think they're good enough to beat Purdue. I think they're good enough to isolate Zach Eady and use senior guards to make plays and shots down the stretch. Duke is just too stinking good, man, and they're playing really, really good. They're finding themselves for the first time. They're winners of, what, nine or ten straight. They're ACC tournament champions. John Shire has picked up where Coach K left off. It took some time, but he finally figured it out. There's a lot of talent on this Duke team, man. They were very underrated. They're a five seed. I don't care. They should be a three seed. Duke's going to take down Memphis easily in the Sweet 16 and move on to the Elite Eight. Yeah, when I look at this matchup, I I look at two teams that are very similar defensively. Uh, they're they're pretty decent defensive teams. Memphis has better offense, um, but I think this Duke team is hot, and I think this Duke team does a really good job of crashing the offensive glass. Memphis struggles to keep teams off the offensive glass, and I think that turns out just a couple more possessions gives uh, this this uh, Duke team the the edge in this matchup, and Duke wins. Moving on to the bottom portion of the East bracket, I have Kentucky in the Sweet 16, defeating Kansas State, taking on Marquette, who defeated USC. What a fun matchup this is going to be. Yeah, If we get this, it's going to be so much fun. I'm a little bit worried about my pick in this one because there's some metrics that I don't love, but... uh, when I look at this Kentucky team, I I think they've just they've gone through so many little small injuries that have set this team back. I think they're going to be healthier. This Marquette team was picked what like ninth in the Big East, and they dominated that conference. They're really good. Um, one of one of my favorite teams in the country. I worry about Kentucky being the second best offensive rebounding team, and Marquette struggling to keep teams off the offensive glass. But I think Marquette is just good enough on offense to get it done, to to force some steals, to get enough to to edge out Kentucky in this matchup. Marquette has been consistent all year long. They have been dominant all this year. They got it done in the Big East regular season. 
uh, play. They also got it done in the Big East tournament. They had one little slip up against St. John's where they almost lost, but then they took care of business down the stretch and became Big East tournament champions with Kentucky. We know their go-to. We know Oscar Shibway. We've seen him early on in the year have struggles mentally and struggles to stay focused in a game and stay locked in during a game. And when you get frustrated, it's easy to do that. And I think this is a Marquette team on both ends of the floor. They are going to run. Man, they are going to run up and down the floor. Not saying Kentucky can't do that, but Sheboy can't run up and down the floor for 40 minutes. Marquette will do that to him. <laughs> I think they force or they do force a lot of turnovers. You know what's fascinating. They have the 13th fastest offensive like um in terms of pushing the pace. They're like one of the 10 of the, uh, in the country opponents have like the t- inside the top 10 longest possessions when they're on defense. Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting dynamic there. Yeah, exactly. And I think with all of that being said, Marquette forces a lot of turnovers. We've seen the ball handlers for Kentucky cough it up a lot at times when they play high level defenses. And a big question is what version of Kentucky do we get this deep into the tournament? Marquette's one of my favorite teams mm-hmm. in this year's tournament. Very underrated as a two seed, which is crazy to say. I'm going to take Marquette to beat to beat Kentucky in the Sweet 16. So my Elite Eight on the left side of the bracket, Alabama taking on Arizona and Duke taking on Marquette. Yeah, uh, mine is Maryland, Creighton, Duke, Marquette. That is my group. And uh, let's let's bump to the other side, man. Yeah. We got we got Houston. I think we both have Houston. I do, correct? yes. Uh-huh. Uh, we have Houston you, beating Auburn. You have somebody else for Sweet 16, don't I you? I do. I have Indiana. Okay, I have Houston and Indiana. You do have Drake, the 12th seed, coming out and winning two games to get to the Sweet 16. Mm -hmm. Does it end with Houston? Yeah, I think Houston's too big, too athletic, too long, and I think their defense is just too good. They're the number one shot blocking team in the country. Um, They end Drake's tournament run right there. Houston being completely healthy coming into this tournament. And look, you want a team to be healthy. You don't want a team to come in banged up. You want to get the best teams possible, the best versions of these teams possible to get the best possible matchups. As far as we know, Houston's going to be healthy. Houston's going to be ready to go. I have them beating Auburn in that second round, and I also have them beating Indiana in the Sweet 16. Indiana, they rely on two guys. And we've seen teams be able to shut them down. Trace Jackson Davis is good, but he can't win it all on his own. I have Houston, the one seed, taking down the four seed at Indiana Hoosiers. They're in the Sweet 16. My other matchup in the Sweet 16 out of the Midwest is Xavier and Texas. What an interesting matchup, just mm-hmm. skill-wise, coaching-wise, talent-wise, style of play. It couldn't be too many teams that are different here between Xavier and Texas, but man, I hope we get this, the three-seeded Xavier and the two-seeded Texas. Yeah, I've got Xavier and Texas A&M in that matchup. This Xavier team, I like a lot. I really do. I like this backcourt, but I think this uh, with Tyrese Radford and uh, Wade Taylor, um, I think that they can match up well enough to give the the A&M bigs and the physicality down low um, enough of an edge where they can pull out this win. I like this A and M team against Xavier uh, against Xavier to advance to the Elite Eight. You got Buzz Williams and Texas A and M going to the Elite Eight. Wow, that's. But again, I'm not I'm not hating on it because it could happen. It absolutely could happen. I don't though because I had Texas beating Texas A and M in that second round matchup. 
And I like Xavier. I like Xavier out of the Big East. You know I'm a, I'm a softie for the Big East, and I think they are really, really good. They play a different brand of basketball because the Big East and the Big 12 were the two best conferences, in my opinion, in college basketball this year. You're going to see two of the top three teams out of those conferences, Xavier out of the Big East and Texas out of the Big 12. But I just think it comes down to shot making. I don't trust Texas every single time out to make those shots. I trust Xavier to do it more. And I'm going to take Xavier to beat Texas to get to the Elite Eight out of the Midwest. I think they're just that mm-hmm. good. And Sean Miller is there in the Elite Eight again with a chance to make it to a Final Four. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Uh, moving to the West, I think we I have Kansas versus UConn. You have something else. I, I forget what you have. I have Kansas. I do have Kansas. Do you have Iona? I do. I have Iona. I have Kansas defeating Arkansas in the second round to get to the Sweet 16. I have Iona and Rick Bettino to not only beat UConn in round one, but to turn around and beat VCU in round two to get to the Sweet 16. And we talk about teams that make magical runs in the NCAA tournament. It will end with the Kansas Jayhawks. Bill Self will be coaching this team. Grady Dick will make shots down the stretch. Kansas just, there's too, I said this the last game, there's too many guys. There's too many good players for Kansas. They run 10 or 11 deep. They are that good. Kansas has a legitimate chance to go back to back here as I have them in my Elite Eight as of right now, defeating Iona in the Sweet 16. Yeah, this UConn team is really, really good. Uh, they're good on both ends. Kansas is a really good defensive team. Uh, not quite as good on offense, but I just think Kansas finds a way to get this done. But I just, it's a you really don't weird like matchup. it though. The well, the metrics love UConn. Love UConn. UConn's the fourth team in Kimbom. But I don't like UConn. I have I them losing in the first round. I don't like this seed. team. What they're a four seed and they're the number four team in the country according to Kimpa. Yeah, it should be. If that's the matchup we get, it'll be fun, no doubt about it. The last game in the Sweet 16 before we get to our final break, the Battle of the Purple and White, TCU taking on Northwestern in my Sweet 16, I believe. That is what you have as well. I like TCU, man. Not to not to burst your bubble over there, but I like TCU. I think they are just too good defensively. They're physical down low. They're shot makers. They score eight points a game more than Northwestern on the average for the season. They also shoot it 5% better than Northwestern does. Northwestern's good, and they've got some of those senior guards we've been talking about, but I like the Horned Frogs to make it to the Elite Eight. So I'm very fascinated about this matchup because Eddie Lampkin is no longer there, the big man for TCU. They're not a big team when you look at the rotation past that. They're not a good three-point shooting team. If you're a smaller team playing Northwestern, you got to light them up from three because Northwestern can get beat from deep. But this TCU team... It's 340th in the country for three. No, they can't shoot threes. I like Northwestern in this matchup. Northwestern to the Elite Eight. Wow. So here's my Elite Eight starting in the South, working our way around. I have Alabama and Arizona. I have Duke taking on Marquette, Houston taking on Xavier, and Kansas taking on TCU. I have Maryland, Creighton, uh, Duke, Marquette, Houston, Texas A&M, and Kansas Northwestern. Interesting. We got to get to our final break here. We'll come back, make our Elite Eight picks. Who makes it to the final four? We'll fill out the rest of the bracket and wrap up the Wednesday edition of On the Line when we come back. You are on the line on ESPN 1067. Call in at 334-321-1390 or toll free at 888-382-7502. Wrapping up the Wednesday edition of On the Line as we 
continue filling out our NCAA tournament bracket. You can fill yours out as well. ESPNAU.com. Click on the contest tab and go to Basketball Mayhem. Brackets are open until 11 a.m. tomorrow. Winner gets a 55-inch flat screen TV, a $100 Visa gift card, and an Auburn Networks prize pack. We'll go through the Elite Eight starting in the South. I have Alabama and Arizona. I've been talking about it. Alabama's going to run into a team that is just better than them mentally and physically. It's Arizona, the two seed out of the South. They will defeat Alabama to get to the Final Four. See, I've got Maryland versus Creighton, and this Creighton team, I don't know why I like them so much. Maybe it's because I saw them uh, play such a difficult non-conference stretch. They got some big wins, but then they took some tough losses, but then they battled back this year. I've got Creighton beating Maryland in the Elite Eight to advance to the Final Four. I just think you have too much much stock in Creighton. I really do, but you just never know, man. You never know with the NCAA tournament. We go to the bottom left portion of the bracket in the East. My Elite Eight matchup, number five, Duke. Number two, Marquette. I love this Marquette team. I've talked about it. I love them. I love them. I think they're so good. But for some reason, if this is the matchup, my gut is telling me to go with the five-seeded Duke Blue Devils, and that's what I'm going with. I'm going to pick Duke. I don't like it. I don't know if they even make it that far. I think there's a lot of stock in Duke right now, but I'm going to pick Duke, the Blue Devils, to beat Marquette to make it to the Final Four in John Shire's first year. I'm going to pivot away from what I had originally picked for this game. It's Duke-Marquette for me as well. I like this Marquette team. I like this Marquette team offensively. I I think that they're going to get it done against Duke. Um, if, if Marquette survives the offensive rebounding of Kentucky – I think they can survive the offensive rebounding of Duke. And at some point, Duke has to take a loss. They're not going to yeah. win. They're not going to win all the way to the national championship, I don't think. It hurts me to pick against Marquette, but I'm going to take Duke over Marquette to make it to the Final Four. Up in the pop, top right part of the bracket in the Midwest, I have Houston versus Xavier in the Elite Eight. And this is where that Houston team that I do not trust. I don't trust this Houston team. They're good. They're really skilled. They've got a great coach. But I don't trust them fully. I'm taking Xavier to make it to the Final Four. Out of Cincinnati, give me Xavier to defeat Houston, the three seed, to the Final Four. So I've got Houston versus Texas A&M. I think Texas A&M has the physicality to make life difficult on this um, Houston team. I really like Buzz Williams as a coach. I've got Texas (laughs) A&M in the Final Four. Oh, he did it. You went Texas A&M as a seven seed all the way to the Final Four. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. This is what makes March so much fun. To the bottom portion of the bracket in the West, I have the Big 12 Elite Eight. Kansas, the one seed, taking on TCU, the six seed, and Kansas will make it to back-to-back Final Fours. They defeat the Horn Frogs to make it to the Final Four. I have Kansas versus Northwestern, just because I think the matchups actually like seem to stack up for Northwestern. You picked Northwestern this far, really? Yes. <laughs> and and when I look at this Kansas team, though, I think they have enough in them to make it difficult on this Northwestern team. I've got Kansas advancing to the final four over northwestern but a but a heck of a tournament run in northwestern's second ever tournament you'd be proud of that wouldn't you yeah yeah. absolutely man my final four arizona the two seed from the south duke the five seed from the east then on the other side i have xavier the three seed out of the midwest and kansas the one seed out of the west i don't know why I have no idea why, and I'm I'm leaning towards that you're right about this, that at some point, Duke has to lose, 
But I have them beating Arizona. I have them beating Arizona, getting to the national championship game in John Shire's first year. The narrative will carry this team. Coach K will be so proud of his of his younger self in John Shire. And Duke makes it to the national championship game, defeating Arizona. I also have Kansas defeating Xavier on the other side. Kansas, again, too talented, too many dudes that can score and, and stop the basketball. Kansas versus Duke in a blue blood national championship. I've got Marquette and Creighton facing off in the Final Four. Uh, Big East matchup there. And I know when you look at this year, how Marquette was able to beat uh, Creighton when they when they matched up with each other twice. Uh, and handled them one time at home, uh, close one on the road. I think they get it done a third time. Marquette to the national championship game. I've got Texas A&M and Kansas on the other side. As fun as it would be to get some sort of like Buzz Williams uh, championship matchup with Marquette and A and M, um, I've got Kansas beating A and M. A and M's magic finally runs out, uh, which brings me to my Marquette Kansas national championship. I'm going to pivot away from what I had. Wow. So my my Duke uh, Marquette pick changed my whole bracket. I think Marquette beats Kansas. I think Marquette beats Kansas. I think Marquette wins the national championship. Wow. I love Marquette, man, and it really does hurt me to go away from them, but my national championship game is Duke, the five seed, versus Kansas, the one seed. I've been on them. Kansas, they're too good. They're just too good. They went through a little lull there at the end, but they will battle back. Bill Self will power this team through the NCAA tournament, and the Jayhawks will go back-to-back for the first time in a long time in the NCAA tournament, I have the Kansas Jayhawks to go back-to-back and win the national championship. I don't know my final score yet. haven't gone. I'll take Kansas uh, 78, Duke 75. I'll take the Jayhawks by three in the national championship. I think we've got 76-72 Marquette. All right. Well, there you go. That is our entire NCAA tournament bracket, man. This was so much fun. I hope the listeners enjoyed it as well. This was an absolute blast getting to fill out our NCAA tournament brackets. You can fill out yours as well. Go to ESPNAU.com. Click on the contest tab and go to Basketball Mayhem. The brackets close tomorrow at 11 a.m. Come back tomorrow, 2 to 4. We'll have actual games to talk about and results as the NCAA tournament gets going tomorrow. Stay safe. I'll talk to you later.